If you've been blessed this morning, say amen. Amen. And uh, God is good. I've not seen many normal redheaded guys. And uh, so, Daniel, are you, are you normal or what? But uh, how many of you know some redheaded people are crazy? All right. You, you know that? Everyone that I've met, I don't see a lot of you around here, so I hope I didn't offend anybody. Genesis chapter number six. But uh, you did a great job jumping in there and, and singing there with not doing it all the time. And then, Brother Josh, we love seeing you. God is good. I know the hour is late, and I won't preach long. I promise you. And I don't normally preach preach with a white dry erase board and uh, it's about 12:15, and so we're going to be about uh, 20 minutes or so can you work with that sometimes you wonder all right how long is this guy really going to be that's what we're going for but we want to get what God has for us and uh, you know we came here and we're blessed by the music but we want to get what God has for us today and this will be a little bit different Genesis chapter number six in the Word of God. We are from New Jersey, about 30 minutes from Philadelphia. New Jersey, people are like, where are you from? I tell people I'm from South Jersey, all right? And maybe that helps me down here in the South a little bit. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, we are from New Jersey, and we've been blessed to be with your church family. If this is your first time being here and first time meeting us, uh, thank you for being here this morning, and we pray that this service will be a blessing to you. Father, bless your Word as we open it now. Thank you again for the singers and musicians, for how you've spoken to our heart, Lord, our opportunity to give and worship you. God, first day of the week, and we get to start it in your house. We're blessed, and Lord, I pray you'd bless your word. God, if there's one here that doesn't know you as Savior, I pray that today they would be born again. We love you in Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to preach for just a few minutes this morning on this subject, do you look different? Do you look different? Now, I'll be honest with you. You may think the same about me. I think a lot of people down here sound different, all right? And uh, I'm listening to people talk. I'm like, man, well, that sounds different. And, and we walk around. This doesn't exactly look like church in New Jersey this morning, all right? It looks different to me. I'm asking you, do you look different? In Genesis chapter number 6 and verse 5 and 6, notice what the Bible says. And if you know your Bible at all, this is the time of Noah Genesis chapter 6, and God saw, verse number 5, that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And doesn't that sound familiar? And that the, every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Man, that sounds like the days we're living. They'll take music, which is meant to be good, and make it bad. They can t take a television which could see and show great things, and they show bad things. They take the internet, which has the power to do wonderful things, and we do bad things with it. And it's just, it's so just like our day. Every imagination of the thoughts of their heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. God looked at how wicked the world was, and it just grieved him. It was heavy to God. And we're close to that today. And look at verse 11. And the earth also was corrupt before God. And the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth and behold it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. All flesh. You know that word corrupt. To become putrid to rot, spoiled, tainted. And I'm not going to elaborate on all this today because we're just really condensing this down. You, you've opened something in the refrigerator 
that was spoiled. You've tasted something at some time, and you're like, whoa. And it's just, I mean, you just reject it immediately. God looked at the world, and he said, this place is wicked. This place is corrupt. It's spoiled. It's repulsive. And so what did God say? Verse 13, and God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. God said this, you know what, the world has gotten so wicked, and God said, Noah, I'm just going to wrap it up. I'm just going to shut it down. It's gotten so bad, I'm going to send a flood, and we're going to destroy this earth. Can I tell you, the world's getting wicked today, and God is going to wrap it up. Jesus Christ is coming back. The tribulation will begin. The Antichrist will be here, and God's going to come and wrap this thing up. He said he would do it again. But notice in the midst of this world that's so wicked, the midst of this world that's, that's corrupt, that God says this is repulsive, this is, this is putrid, this is awful. Notice what he says in the first verse of chapter 7. And the Lord said, 7-1 of Genesis, unto Noah, come thou and all thy house into the ark. Notice, for thee have I seen. For thee have I seen. The sermon this morning is this, do you look different? God looked at this entire world and he said they are wicked, they are ungodly, everybody's doing uh, sinful deeds, but he said, no, I want to talk to you. I've seen you. Yes, I see the whole world, but I've seen you, Noah. And you know what? Noah looked different to God. And God saw him. I had a good friend. His name was Justin. Justin lived in Easton, Pennsylvania. Easton, Pennsylvania is the home of Crayola Crowns or Crayons. How many of you say Crowns? How many of you say Crayons? How many of you are not going to answer my question no matter what I ask you? All right. And also Larry Holmes, the boxer. How many of you are old enough to remember Larry Holmes, the heavyweight champ, and he was good? Eastern Pennsylvania, Justin's dad pastored there. Saturday night, Pastor Joe was walking, praying for tomorrow morning service. Church up on a mountaintop in Pennsylvania, similar to this, and he was walking, and there was a young man who got in a fight with his girlfriend, Todd Burkhall. Tad, Todd was mad at his girlfriend, and, and he was walking too. And Pastor Joe walked him, and he said, good, good, good evening, and, and Todd walked the other way, and Todd pulled out a pistol. Put it behind Pastor Joe's head to get on your knees. He got down on his knees, not knowing, and just took his life right there. It's hard on Justin, one of seven kids, and they wound up. Another pastor came, and, and they loved God, and they were living for God, but it was just difficult for them to continue in their home church where Daddy had pastored and been killed right there in front of the church. Justin wound up in an all-black church, and they received him, and they loved him, and Justin even sang in the choir. They affectionately referred to Justin as Spot. <laughs> because here they are in this black church, right? And the choir is full of people. And here's Justin 
right in the middle of them. And they would say, where's Spot? Is he late today? No, Spot's out of town. And they just called him Spot, and they did it loving. There was nothing wrong with it. But can I tell you, Justin looked different. You walked in that church right away, and he stood out. Right, And that's exactly the way it was with Noah. Let me just say this this morning. Three simple points. Question is this. Do you look different? Number one, you look different if you're his. If you're his. And I'm going to use this board up here. Do you understand that most people in this world do not belong to the Lord? But if you are his, you look different today. All right. The Bible says this broad is the way that leads to destruction. Doesn't it say that? Right. And narrow is the way that leads to life everlasting. And few there be that find it. God loves this whole world. But listen to me, this whole world does not belong to God. Before we're saved, the Bible says this gear of your father, the devil. And the Bible says this in 2 Timothy 2.19, the Lord knoweth them that are his. As God looks at this world today, church, listen to me. He knows if you're his or not. The Lord knows those that are his. God looked down and he saw Noah and he said, thee have I seen righteous. The Bible says Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Do you belong to God? Are you his this morning? I didn't ask if you go to church. I didn't ask if your parents have been saved, your grandparents have been saved. Are you his? Do you understand there's only two groups in this world? The Bible says this, I'm the good shepherd, Jesus said. And he said, the good shepherd gives his life for a sheep. And, and the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. As God looked down from this whole world and there were so many wicked, ungodly people and they were just living wrong. And he says, I'm going to destroy this place. But he said, Noah, I see you. Can I tell you, God looks at this whole room from above right now. And he knows everyone that belongs to him. There are sheep, those that belong to the Lord, and goats, those who don't. There is in the Bible that called wheat, those that are the Lord's, and tares in the church. There are lost and saved. In this room, there are those that are his and those that are not his. And I'm asking you, do you look different? Most of the world, hey, this is most of the world outside of this circle. And it's much bigger than this group right here. And most of the world today, as God looks at it, they're lost. But there's a few that are his. And Noah was his. And Noah looked differently because he was his. I like when you go to the airport sometimes. You get off the airplane and you're coming down and now you can't come right to the gate. But you get down by baggage claim. And there's people waiting, maybe at the bottom of the escalator, for the group to come down from the terminal. And they're looking for people. You ever see them looking for people? And I'm thinking, man, they're excited. One of their loved ones is getting off the plane. And it's not me. You know, they're looking past my head, Brother John. And, they're, and they see that one that belongs to them. And they know it. Hey, God's looking today. I'm asking you this question. Are you his? 
ye must be born again. The Bible doesn't say you must be a Baptist, you must be a Methodist, you must, no. But in order to be his, you must be born again. Thank God for the opportunity to be saved. For by grace you are saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. By the way, this is what the Bible says too. Many in that day will say, Lord, Lord, didn't we do many mighty works in thy name? And you know what he's going to say? Depart from me. I never knew you. You've got to be saved. When did you pray? When did you bow your head and trust Jesus Christ as your Savior? Don't have it one day you're standing before God and say, God, I, I want to go into heaven. And I went to Mountain View Baptist Church. Or I went to this place. Or, or I gave money. No, 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 no. Are you his? You're his when you're born again. Notice what he says here. Number two, moving quickly. You, do you look different? Number one, you look different if you're his. Number two, can I say this to you? You look different if you're holy. If you're holy. Look, if you would, Genesis chapter number six and verse number five and six. And God saw the wickedness of man that was great in the earth. And every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. But then again, 7-1. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come on thou in the house in the ark. For thee have I seen, notice that next word, righteous before me in this generation. Can I say this? It wasn't easy for Noah to live holy. Do you understand? Watch, we gather here today, and I think a bunch of you want to live holy lives. Did not our God say, be ye holy for I am holy? And we want to do that. In Noah's day, there was not one other family, not one, living holy. It was Brother Noah, Mrs. Noah, the three little Noah boys, and their wives, eight people. And God looked down, he said, not only do I see you and you belong to me, but watch, Noah was his and Noah was also holy. Can I tell you what this is, church? In 2021, this is a smaller group. Most people in this world are not saved. But thank God, some are his. And I'm not telling you what's right and what's wrong as far as my opinion, but sin is awful. God says it's corrupt. God says it's wicked. And we're living in a world where a lot of churches are going, sin don't matter. Yes, it does. And here it was. There wasn't one other family doing right. But Noah said, as for me and my house, we're going to do right. And God says, Noah, in this world that I'm getting ready to destroy, I see you, and you belong to me. And I see you righteous. Can I tell you, that's yet a smaller group. Are you his, and are you holy? Are you living holy? I understand it's the righteousness of God that we get when we're saved, but sanctification is God's people living holy. I'm talking about where's the group of Christians that say, you know what, this whole world might be looking at pornography, but I'm not. This whole world might be listening to rock and roll music that talks about alcohol and drugs, but I'm not going to do it. And by the way, pride is sin. 
Covetousness is sin. Absolutely. This whole world, they, they, may, they may do whatever they do, but watch, I'm a child of God. And can I tell you, I believe, and Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And we look around and we're saying, it's getting like that. Giving in marriage and marrying and without natural affection and homosexuality and all that's going on in this world. And I'm telling you, I don't know about Mountain View Baptist Church, but I, there's a lot of churches out there. And, and, and Pastor Stansel, watch me. Preaching about being holy is not popular anymore. We just want to walk in and live how we want and do what we want. And I'm telling you, sin when it's finished bringeth forth death. And God is in heaven and he's looking for a group of people that say, hey, I've been born again. I've trusted Jesus Christ. That puts you in a small group. Some of us are out here. We've not, we're not even his. And then you find someone else that says, not only do I belong to God, I've been saved. And by the way, teenagers, listen to me. You can live holy. All the kids at my school or all the kids in my neighborhood are, and, and, and middle-aged folks and young married couples and, and old people, watch me. We can still live holy in an unholy world. Thee have I seen. Thee have I seen righteous. Which group are you in? Then notice this. Lastly, you look different if you're his. You look different if you're holy. Look at chapter 6 and verse 14. This is what God said to Noah. One day God came to Noah and he said, hey, I, I need your help. I need you to do something for me. You ever have people ask you to do you a favor? Hey, can you do me a favor? And you're like, maybe, right? I mean, if you have a brain, that's what you say. Sure, no, what do you need me to do? God comes to Noah, hey, I need you to do something. Look at 614. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Try to do this. He was a real guy at a real time. Getting told to build an ark, a boat, that was incredibly large, never been done before, in a world where it had never rained. See, we've, we've read the chapter. We know how it goes. He didn't. God came to know and said, can you help me out? And he said, I need you to build an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make in it. Thou shalt pitch it within and without pitch. And, and you know the story. And guess what? This is how Mr. Noah responds. Verse 22. Thus did Noah according to all that God commanded him so did he. I need you to build me a really, really, really big boat, and it's the craziest thing you've ever heard of in your life. And he said, yes, sir, I'm in. I'll do it. You know what that is? That's helping. That's helping. Look, I believe this is a small group of people right here. We're his we're holy, and we're helping. Can I tell you, as God looks down in 2021, Pastor Stanislaw, I'm just being real, I don't think there's a lot of people in this category. 
God has always had the help wanted sign in the window. New Testament, he said, the fields are white unto harvest, but the laborers are few. Are few. My house is full, but my fields are empty, songwriter put it. Who will go and work for me today? Who's willing to say, you know what, it's 2021, I'm busy, I've got a lot going on, but with my life, I want to help to do the Lord's work. We said it the other night, God did not say that one day you're going to stand before him and he's going to look at you and say, well done, thou good and faithful sitter. You came to church every week. Well done. The goal is well done, thou good and faithful servant. Are you serving the Lord? What are you doing with your life? Who's sweeping these carpets? Who's giving out gospel tracts? Who's teaching the kids' services? I don't even know all the ministries. Who's doing the nursery? Who's busy at Mountain View Baptist Church saying, hey, I don't know what the rest of the world is doing, but I'm still willing to help serve God. If you are, you look different. You look different today. This is very simple. We had a lot of music. But let me ask you this. What group are you in? What group are you in? The Bible says, lay not up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust does corrupt. We have houses, we have toys, we have... But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Do you understand that heavenly treasures are a result of earthly labor? All the treasures you're going to have in heaven are going to be based on what you did down here. So let me ask you this. When Jesus said, and he did, it's going to be like Noah's day when I come back. How many of you know, church, with the raised hand, it's getting like that. It's getting like that. It's a wicked world. And he's coming back. First question. And I believe there's probably someone here, listen to me, and you're in this group. You say, what do you mean? I'm outside this big circle. I'm not his. Can I lovingly tell you this? If you're out here like most of the world is, the minute you take your, take your last breath, you're going to wake up in hell. And this morning is the brother who was singing and Pastor Stancil and I stand here. Today is the day you can become his. And you get in this group right here. Some of you, if you're honest, you'd say this, Mike, I'm his. But there's stuff in my life that shouldn't be there. I can't say I'm living a holy life. God said be holy like he's holy. And wouldn't it be great to say, this is like a bullseye. We're, we're coming right. I'm in this group here by God's grace. And then can I say there's a smaller group, and I really believe that's, who, that's the one we want to hit for all of us. This is the only way you're going to hear well done. I'm his. By God's grace, I'm living a sanctified life, and when I sin, I ask God to forgive me. 
I'm living holy. And I'm helping. I'm doing my best to serve the Lord. Can I tell you what would be great? If we had a whole church full of people like this. If we all got into this category, it wouldn't be long. And you'd be meeting and saying, what are we going to do? We need a bigger church. What are we going to do? We've got too many people. Because if everybody is saved and living right and serving God, he can do great things. Here's God. And he says, it's going to be like the days of Noah when I come back. And in Noah's day, he looked down. And almost like, can you imagine just putting words all over a page and then just circling one word with the highlighter? That's the way Noah stood out. He said, look at this world. It's wicked. It's ungodly. They're doing wrong. And I believe he looks at today. And he said, but Noah, I see you. You're mine. You found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah, I've seen you in this wicked world, and you're living righteous. Thee have I seen righteous. And then he said, Noah, can you help me? Sure, Lord. I need you to build an ark. He says, I'll do it. If you're in that category, you look different. And that is a great category to, look, to be in. And that is who God is looking for today. What's your need? You got to get saved today? Do it. Some things in my life shouldn't be there. Get rid of it. Far as I know, Mike, I'm saved and I'm not really doing anything wrong. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I sin, but I'm not living in, in known sin. Are you helping? And I believe this is the will of God for God to see us, regardless of what the rest of the world's doing, His holy and helping. Heads bowed, eyes closed. If a musician could come to the piano, that'd be wonderful. With heads bowed and eyes closed, I pray the music has blessed you, the message has blessed you. Who here would lift their hand and say, Mike, I remember the day, I remember the time. I might not know the specific date or hour, but I remember where I was. I know from my heart I've called on the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm his. I'm confident of that. I'm his. I belong to the Lord. Would you lift your hand if that's you, and you say, I know I'm his. Thank God. It's by the grace of God that I'm saved, and you may put your hand down. Is there someone here this morning, and I won't call you by name or embarrass you, but you lift your hand and say, Mike, pray for me. I'm not sure I'm in that group. I'm not sure I'm his. But when I die, I want to go to heaven. And the Lord's speaking to me. Would you lift your hand and you say, that's me. Pray for me. I'm not sure I'm his. I'm not sure I've been saved. I'm not sure I've been born again. Is there one here this morning, and that's you? How many of you say, Mike, God spoke to me about being holy or about helping, about serving the Lord? No matter what this world does, how crazy they may get, I want God to look down from heaven and see me different because I'm his and I'm holy and I'm helping. How many of you, the Lord, spoke to your heart about that and you want to be that? And that's your goal and that's my goal. Hands all over the room. Let's stand together. Pastor Stanson will come. God help us to live for him.